All You Need to Know is brought to you by no one. No one at all. Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and Isaac Bayer. How's the rash? Oh, gosh. See, now that's that's uncalled for, all right? Because <laughs> there is no such problem. I thought it'd be funny, though, to say it. But we just started recording, so I'll just put it in that in, in the episode. I don't care. Uh, this is episode 255. Welcome to episode 255. My name is Quinn Eaton. With me today, not DJ Pig, but again, it's, it's my fault. It's yep. Isaac Well, Bayer. no. No, that's not true, though. And even if it was... You know, we don't, it, it doesn't really matter. It is, it is my we, fault. No, it's okay, though. But because even if it was, it wouldn't matter. And I would say that this would, this brings me to a strong five to one. No, like I said, we're not keeping score anymore because I'm keeping, is, I am keeping score. These last two weeks have been all on me. No, no, no problem with DJ whatsoever. That's not true. That's he was able really to do not. it for large amounts of time that he was available. And I only had these small windows. And you're the man for the small windows, all right? Even though I feel like in I have real life, great your, belly, size windows. Your, your belly would get stuck in the window if you were trying to squeeze through a tight window. Why would you? That's, that's well, you brought up a rash. <laughs> all I, and I was bringing that up because you are legendarily known for being able to extend your, your stomach way past what its original capacity is. We got to. This has got we gotta get past the intro right now. We gotta immediately. All right. Well, how about I how about I kind of flip it and say I went to the post office this morning. Now, this was a, this a topic. Yeah, this was a topic that I shot you. I was like, hey, how about we talk about post offices today? And you said, Oh, brother, like yeah, I don't want to do that. And you're it's right. An, yeah, it's not a lot going on there. At some point we might cover post offices, but for now, we're not going to, even though I'm going to touch on it today for the topic. So basically, in the intro. Long, long story, yeah, in the intro. Long story short, selling some stuff on eBay, trying to make some buku bucks selling some true. stuff on eBay. That is true. I'll talk to you more about it later, but don't want to give too much information away. All I'll say is if you're interested, interested in uh, die-cast University of Kentucky vehicles, search it on eBay, and I've got a lot of them. I've come across... A good amount of them, and uh, in the world, they're cool collectible items. So if you're a Kentucky fan, hop on eBay and check it out. But the beauty of the post office, right? I mean, the whole shipping process is interesting because they have those little things set up all across, you know, your community or whatever, where you could just drop your mail in and they'll pick it up out of that box and take it for you. But with these packages that I'm sending, I want to see that physical handoff between myself and the USPS, right? Because I don't want anything to go wrong. I'm still nervous. You, I texted you the other day about how I live a paranoid life. I'm scared that maybe one of the things that I handed her got knocked underneath her desk while she was eating her lunch kind of thing. So I, I have a receipt though. Hopefully that kind of you know fixates and, and proves that I was there and I got it there and it's going to get shipped to the right person. But it's just a very interesting idea, right? The post office, how are they making a ton of money? Because... I shipped a lot of stuff and it was only like 15 bucks and then stamps are, I don't know how much there are old people. You'd have Pennies. to ask an old person uh, how much stamps are because they're the only people that keep track of it. But how does the post office make money considering that now we've got all these other UPSs and FedExes and of course the invention of the email probably really put a dent yeah. in the United States postal probably. service. 
Yeah, well, I would say that, you know, you can't email a diecast uh, UK vehicle. Uh, I would also say that it's taxes because the USPS stands for the United States Postal Service and not a private shipping company like Amazon. Okay. So, so it's just another, another one of the places where all of our tax payer dollars are going is the USPS. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. What do you think about an idea? Maybe all you need to know. I don't think know, much. I know that. But what if, what if, what if we as a, a company, all you need to know, bought one of the old, like kind of small United States Postal Service cars? You know what I'm talking about? They're kind of like they're weird, weirdly, weirdly tiny. Yeah. We buy one of those and we go on a world tour of the entire planet and we podcast out of that van. What do you say? It's a small van, too. It's no RV. It's a small van, and it probably doesn't really poor gas mileage. Uh, to do the entire world, I think, is a bit extreme. I think you maybe get on every... A well, I think maybe you should podcast at every Rainforest Cafe location. Oh, that would be a dream come true. I love Rainforest Cafe. Where did that come from? Because I've been thinking about it for years. I, and I thought I was being a very romantic uh, person, I picked up my girlfriend from the airport one time and uh, I, I didn't take, you know, the, the, the exit that we needed to take to get home for in Nashville. And she was like, wait, yeah. where are we going? I said, I've got a surprise for you. I made reservations at a nice restaurant. Uh -oh. And she said, oh, wow, I'm excited. This is so only going we, uh, down, I can tell. We pull into the, uh, oh, what is it? Opry Mills Mall. Yeah. I walk past uh, all kinds of nice restaurants and end up at Rainforest Cafe. I say, Eden party of two and they welcome us to our table we had uh, a great meal of i think oh, dinosaur yeah. chicken tenders dinosaur. Uh, i i did make sure i was like hey let's let's not go uh crazy in here right let's not be wild animals and let's try to stick to maybe under 16 dollars kind of very thing. funny yeah but 16 dollars well go to go to rainforest cafe and try to you know have if a meal for two people under 80 bucks it's it's impossible especially if you get the volcano at the end that's what the, i'm saying the chocolate you gotta, volcano. Listen, if you're gonna make reservations at rainforest cafe you have to be prepared to spend the money due at a rainforest cafe you can't be thinking about money after having already sure. made the reservation and and two things about rainforest cafe Number one, it's an experience. I mean, those those uh, thunderstorms that they have, yeah. it's unbelievable. And yeah. you look around, and the elephant's over in the corner shaking his trunk, and oh, the yeah. monkey's grabbing the tree and shaking it, and you know, making all kinds of ruckus. That is just an experience. The rainstorms, the rainstorms, the thunderstorms, yeah. yeah. It's it's an experience that's worth the eighty dollars, right? I understand why they're kind of upcharging on the meal. Number two. All rainforest cafes have not changed since their formation. Exactly as soon correct. as they were built, they said, and I proclaim that Lock nothing shall ever be changed about this establishment, no matter the technological advancements that this great country makes. And they said, sure. all right, sounds good. <clears throat> Nothing's been updated. Nothing's changed. All the tables are the same. I will say this though. I think the one in Texas, I think it's the one in Texas, has an indoor lazy river water ride. You no sit, way. I swear, you sit in it. It's like a water ride where you sit in the thing, it's a circle, and you sit all facing and you and, and will they throw you chicken tenders? 
they don't throw you, you chicken tenders, but you float down this and it's like okay. all the animatronics and it's like around the restaurant. Well, I don't want to get it's too into thing. that. I don't want to get into that because I'm going to put Rainforest Cafe down as a topic for a later date. It's not Whoa, today's topic. We could talk about that. I would love to talk about it. Or even you could just talk about like restaurants that have themes. But I think for the most part, we would just talk about Rainforest Cafe. We're Can not we talking about quick, that today, though. We're not talking quick, about post offices. Yeah. What do you want to say real quick? I just want to say real quick, I want to recap our journey from here. Uh, Rash, Windows, uh, Post Ellie's. Office. Yeah, Rain. Okay, yeah. Rainforest Cafe. And then, I don't want to spoil it, but now the topic, it's like a, it's kind of like a roller coaster if you were going to drive on it. Right. And so now, you're the if you're listening to this podcast, your hands have been up the entire time. And yeah. now the biggest drop of the ride is about to come because here's the topic transition. This is episode 255, today's topic, Warehouse Club Stores. That's too vague. That's too vague of a name. Warehouse Club Stores is too vague. It's well, too general. It's, it's you have to hard. really think about it. No, no, no. It's hard to describe. This is exactly what I was thinking because part of the reason why this one, this idea has sat on the shelf, no uh, store pun intended, because it's hard to explain what we're exactly talking about and allowing people to understand it, which makes me nervous, right? Because, of course, I want people to listen to this, but will they if they don't know what we're talking about? Which we know what we're talking about. And right. I'll I'll put in the description of the episode what we're talking about. But if someone were to just get an alert, maybe they're subscribed or follow our podcast and it says episode 255, Warehouse Club Stores. Maybe they're intrigued because they don't know what it is and then it leads them to, to listen. I don't know. We'll see. But that's, I don't know. that's something for everybody else to worry about. And that's a horrible thing to say as I'm a podcast creator trying to get <laughs> other people to listen. But true. What we're talking about whenever we say warehouse club stores, we're talking your Sam's Club. We're talking your Costco wholesale. We're talking BJ's wholesale. I think there are a couple, but a couple more, but those are, I feel like, the main ones, right? And, and we'll get into a question in a second, but are there any other club-based stores that I left out? I don't even know a BJ's. I only know the Costco and the Sam's Club. And they're all fantastic. I mean, I... I I'm a personal Sam's Club card member, and whenever we say warehouse club stores, right, it implies, or I guess it means basically that in order to access this store, you have to pay a membership for it. And that's something where people are like, why would I do that? I'll just go to Walmart. Why would I do that? I'll go to Kroger. I'll go to Trader Joe's. You know, whatever store that's that's local that you can walk into and they don't ask to see a card or yeah, anything. Those, those people can't do math. But think about, take the idea of a warehouse club store, right? Now, pair that with an actual club. It's hard to get into the club, is it not? Like a nightclub. Yeah. A nightclub, yeah. If there's any sort of club, right, some ideas or maybe some first thoughts that I think of on a club, maybe it's a little secretive. Maybe they're a little bit selective. Maybe there's a what? secret handshake in order what? to get into a club, right? Oh, now those things don't necessarily apply to warehouse club stores such as Sam's Club, Costco, BJ's Wholesale. But you get my point, right? You, you're 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 smelling what I'm stepping in. Yeah, we, you know, you and I at one point, 
tried to get a lot of people to sign up for clubs. Back in the day, we tried to get a lot of uh, young people to sign up for clubs. Right. Do you remember and any of those clubs? I, I do. I do remember some of those clubs, and that's for that's for another time and another. Meet me under the bleachers at noon. I've club. got some urges I need to take care of. Club, yeah. Isaac is uh, alluding to a a video that we did whenever we were in high school, which was basically a parody of Impractical Jokers called Impractical Marshals. I don't even know if you typed that in on YouTube anymore if it would show up. But uh, to get back on track, clubs, yes. Club. Happen a lot in high school, happen a lot in college, but we're not talking about those clubs. We're talking about warehouse yeah. club stores. So when you grow up, you go to the warehouse club. What What is it about a Sam's Club, a Costco? Um, I know you haven't been to a BJ's Wholesale, but I'm just trying to name those as much as I can throughout the episode, apparently. What is it about those clubs that makes it worth buying that membership for? It's the money save, you know, a penny saved is a penny earned, they say. Mm -hmm. And if I can save, you know, 50 cents on 6,000 pounds of, you know, pretzels, I'll do yeah. that because I'll eat all those pretzels eventually. Right. And that's the big thing with these warehouse club stores is it might not be obvious that most of the stuff that is sold in bulk but that's the that's the idea basically behind this i think it was in, invented or maybe the the origin of thought was this is going to be a store for a business to come and shop at because they have to you know take care of a lot of their employees that makes sense or this is a you know a place where teachers or a school can come and buy supplies in bulk by the bucket by the pallet which we'll talk about that early, uh, later so that it makes it easier to where you don't have to just keep going to the store and buying things. You you buy in bulk at these club stores. Yeah. Now that's a blessing, but it's also a curse. Why is that? How? Well, I was going to ask you why, because I don't think that's a curse at all. What's the problem with having, you know, 50 of something? There's no problem with that at all. It's really the American dream. The American dream is consumerism. Yes. And in consuming material things. So the warehouse club can be a little bit overstimulating probably for some individuals who might have issues, uh, you know, refraining from buying certain things because they're like, oh, well, if I get two of these for the price of like one and a half of them, then that's better than me just buying one at a time. Exactly. And if There's, I get 30 of these for the price of 24, it's yeah. still better. I can buy at Walmart a maybe a, a, a 16 ounce bag of gummy bears or... Or I can go to Sam's Club and pick up the five-pound bucket they have for forty dollars. I'll never run out of gummy bears. Exactly. It's, it's that kind of thing. It's almost like there's some sort of safety complex whenever you shop there, and you feel like you're preparing for something, even though you're just shopping, right? I I feel like that every single time. If you go in, it feels like you're preparing for the apocalypse, right? You're like, oh my God, grab, grab the, the, the 10 pound bag of, of pretzels, throw it over your shoulder and let's get out of here. Right. <laughs> but you don't really need that many pretzels at one time. As long as we have a functioning society, you can just go back to the store and buy more pretzels. But like you said earlier, most of the time it's cheaper. It, it maybe stretches the dollar a little bit, you know, reminds you that you're paying a membership to shop there, but maybe you kind of try to balance it out or reason within that idea and say, well, I'm paying this much a month for the membership, but then I'm saving this much because I just bought, uh, you know, a 15 pound uh, bag of apples. I don't know. You know, depending on the membership, because I am familiar with this, depending on the membership you have, 
if you spend a certain amount of dollars, they will begin to, you'll get money back on the membership. And uh, where I once had, I had once I had a Costco membership, you could, if you spend a certain amount of money, once you spend, like we did the math, we're like, okay, well, you spend this month at Costco throughout the whole calendar year, you don't even pay, the membership is, renews itself. Like the money back renews the membership. It's, it's a, you know, cost free. And, and that's what I feel like you have to tell yourself in order to uh, justify buying such large items, such large quantities even of some of these items. But one thing that I was going to talk about is I feel like another store that's sometimes grouped in with these, but I don't necessarily know if it should be is Ikea. I've never been to an Ikea. It's on my bucket list. Have you ever been to an Ikea? Yeah, it's not as exciting as you think, but I okay. have Is there food available there as well? I know that we're going to get to that kind of later with the warehouse club stores, but I've always heard of like Ikea food, like meatballs yeah, and stuff. I think so. I think there is. I forget. It's not like very obvious from what I remember to the one I've been to. Uh, it's not very obvious, but it is. I think there is usually something, a little something. I think people just group in Ikea because it's like another big warehouse store. It's like this yeah. huge, ginormous building that it's easy to spot if you're on the interstate yeah. or anything like that. I'll like tell I said, you I've, though, I've never been to one though. Yeah, it's it's not, uh, it doesn't, it's not really much cheaper. If I got a crappy four piece, you know, it's like five pieces of cardboard uh, end table at Ikea. It's like the same as if you just went and picked it up at Walmart and drove home. You know, in a quarter of the time. Ooh, so not so special, huh? Are you? No, are you it's, saying it's really not so cheap. Are we allowed it's, to to put on all you need to know? Isaac Bayer quoted, "IKEA sucks." Well, Can I we say I, that. I, I, I think IKEA the overrated. <laughs> I think the strength of IKEA is not so much in its prices as it is in its variety. Because really, mm. truly, any piece of furniture you could ever want, up to and including entire bedroom sets. Like a top to bottom uh, bedroom furniture, bed, mattresses, like decorations, uh, everything, even appliances. I think it's the strength is in the variety of items and not so much its price. And guess what else has variety? Warehouse club stores such as Sam's Club, Costco Wholesale, and BJ's Wholesale, right? I'm just trying to say those as much as I can throughout the episode. Yeah, I'm but catching on to that. If you wanted to go into Sam's, Imagine this shopping list, right? And tell me where else you would go besides the Sam's Club or a Costco or a BJ's Wholesale. You need to buy yourself a mattress, a huge bag of dog food, a uh, countertop mixer, jeans, <laughs> a 48-pack of Dasani water, <laughs> toilet paper, paper towels, oranges, a pre-made pizza that you can cook at home, shoes, a playground set, a barbecue grill, a pergola, a paperback book, a paperback book, a pressure washer. How many items do I need? It's like $4, vitamins. It's like four thousand dollar grocery store. Muscle milk, <laughs> cinnamon toast crunch seasoning. Cat food, cat litter. Why didn't we get that? When Jumbo we bag of cheese food? puffs. <laughs> barrel of pretzel peanut butter nuggets. A barrel. 
if you handed that list that I, that we just went through to someone, they would say you're a madman. Where where are you supposed to get all this? This is going to take all day. You got to go to every place? store. You yeah. got to go to every store in the in town to get you this. Drive stuff. around town. Not if you have a Sam's Club membership. <laughs> Pop that card out. Go through. Like you said, it's going to be a terribly expensive bill, but you can get the mattress, the barrel full of pretzel nuggets, the jumbo uh, cheese puffs, the tabletop mixer, everything that you need. It's almost scary how much stuff they have. And like you said, there's even a, get a paperback book. It's like a Barnes and Noble, basically, right? They've got a, all the good books. There's a crucial question that is implied anytime you bring something like this up. And it's how are you getting a mattress and a barrel of pretzel bites, you know, of summer wardrobe uh, and so on and so forth? How are you getting that home? Because if you've got a sedan, forget about it. I mean, forget about it. I would say you would be well prepared for a trip like that to Sam's. Now, a you renting person, a U-Haul? Maybe so. A normal person would probably just get those things over time. Like, okay, I'm not going to get the mattress today as I'm shopping groceries, but that mattress does look good and it's a great price. So I think you would just kind of come back and get a, a couple things and slowly accumulate them. Uh, that way you avoid a huge credit card bill as well. But if you wanted to knock it all out, that's what I was saying at the beginning. It's a hypothetical situation where if you needed all those items that I listed, you could go to one place and get it, and then you could somehow get it home. Maybe you'd have to, you know, get help, ask a stranger to help, you know, follow your car with uh, their mat your mattress strapped on the top of it, right? You never know. I mean, Sam's Club members, uh, in my experience, they've got your back, right? So maybe they'd be willing to drive you, drive your stuff to your house. Maybe they deliver it. I have no idea. But that's not the point, right? The point is they have so many things that you might need, but you probably don't. But just strolling through there, and, it, and it's dangerous, right? I just got a couple of new hampers, and I think I bought them there, right? I can't remember. It was a blur. But okay. I, <laughs> I, I didn't really know that I needed it until I saw it there sitting on the shelf at Sam's, oh, and I put it in my cart. Dangerous. And very what dangerous. I love about those warehouse stores is that they've got these big double-wide carts, right? And the oh, aisles yeah. are just ginormous. One of, my excellent, oh, yeah. one of my favorite movies is Employee of the Month. It's actually probably not one of my favorite movies, but it's one that I remember because I watched it whenever I was younger. And the premise is like, it's just a group of people that work at a warehouse store. Have you seen it? No. Okay. And the, the best part about it is in the movie, they have like a fort built up in one of the, the aisles, right? Because they have these at these warehouse club stores, it's a massive you know place and they have these massive tall, uh, shelves basically and they bring stuff in i'm assuming by the forklift because it's all put on pallets oh, and stuff sure. like that yeah. they so, could drive a truck through there probably you could drive a truck through these aisles that's how big they are so you go strolling through and you're looking up and you're looking around it feels like you're in new york city but guess what you're just walking through and amongst the aisles at your local sam's club there's something about it man that is and, and i know that this sounds weird and you might think that this is funny but there's just something therapeutic about walking through a warehouse club store i used to before i had my membership closely follow in with a family i would wait outside the door i'd be like okay there's uh there's a family coming up that's not it, it is that's not i promise i promise i'm i'm holding my hand up as if i'm testifying in court right now because i would wait you know, kind of in the premises and I'd walk in with a family, they would flash their card. Right. And then I would just walk in right with them. And of course, without the card, you can't buy anything. But for me, it was just the experience, just walking through the aisles, 
looking at everything. Maybe if I got lucky, it was free sample day. And damn, do they have some really good free samples. samples. I will say that. But it's just a, a cathartic so experience. Bad. Instead well, of instead of paying bad. however much a month for counseling, I instead pay however much a month for my membership and just walk through there whenever I'm stressed. Now, keep in mind, I'm not stressed shopping. I'm just stressed strolling through Sam's. And, I, and that, there's a big difference. There's a, there's a very big difference. But that's the appeal for me. I love the experience. I love the, uh, I guess, convenience of it, right? Because you can buy things in, in large quantities. What would be the appeal for you? I know you said you used to have a Costco membership. What was the reasoning? The reasoning was both things because, hey, sometimes you don't, you don't live close to the Walmart or something. You know? you got, you, you're driving, what, 15, 20 minutes to get to the store. This is excessive. I go, oh, man, I just needed a, you know, oftentimes I find myself, I live real close to the grocery here, so it's not bad. But I go to the grocery and I get the items. I say, oh, I just got back home. I forgot. I forgot cream cheese. Man, I was like, I got everything. I got to spend $100 at the grocery store. I forgot cream cheese. Yeah, nothing to be worrying about forgetting things when you're buying it by the pound. You know what I'm right. saying? And you're certainly not going to run out in anytime soon so as to necessitate going back to the grocery so it's all about the convenience you know because people don't like to go to the grocery so if you can go one time get everything you need that'll last you a month one grocery trip per month you know this is uh you know preferable to going once a week or something would you agree though that whenever you're shopping at these warehouse stores you almost need some sort of storage system in order to withhold everything that you buy because like you said, you're not going to the, the warehouse club store all the time. You're going every once in a while and you come back with a hundred chicken patties, frozen chicken patties. Like what, yeah. where are you going to put those? Right. Because in a normal in the freezer, fridge, probably that would take up the whole place. But yeah, I, I, I think that you can get easily carried away in a store like that, of course, because things add up quickly, right? They're in bigger quantities. And so they're a little bit more expensive than if you just got, I don't know, for example, most of the time, if you buy cereal at Sam's, right. They come in packs of two. So if you wanted Frosted Flakes, you can't just get one box. You get oh. two boxes, and they're oh. like these huge family size uh, boxes. And so then you get home, and you're like, okay, I'm glad I got these Frosted Flakes, but I don't have room for these Frosted Flakes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, you know, that sounds like you need to go to Costco and get like a pantry upgrade or something. That's where you go to the, you know, the, the aisle where they have all the kind of shelving units that's why they sell them there they have these garage shelving units and you can just buy those as soon as you buy your membership they should come with your card i think but instead they make you go in buy them set them up at your home in order to prepare for your future shopping experiences and again it just feels like you don't need that much stuff but then again like you said playing devil's advocate it's nice to just go and have it like you know you have it you know that if you go to Sam's and you buy toilet paper, yeah. you're going to have it. I, I at one point, and, it, and this was not during the lockdown whenever this was controversial, but I at one point had a stockpile of, of toilet paper. And it was just nice to know, like, I don't have to worry about buying it. I don't have to say, do I have some? I most you definitely do. a clean butthole, really clean butthole. Let's not, let's not say that. But what I was kind of getting at is it's You're saying ease. you don't have a clean butthole? I'm saying that I don't want to talk about that specific topic. Uh, I think that we can just pretend like we didn't say that. Specifically, you didn't say that. And I'm not uh, confirming nor denying 
I'm just you saying. You wouldn't confirm a clean butthole? You wouldn't confirm that? Is that even possible? It feels like an oxymoron. Of anyways, course I could. Anyways, Sam's Club, Costco, BJ's Wholesale, right? There it is again. You buy stuff by the bucket and the pallet. Where else can you do that? Where else can you do that? Like you said, it's the American dream. Why is it? Why is it so empowering whenever you go into a Costco, maybe thinking back to whenever you had your membership and you and you walk out with like six buckets and maybe you say, hey, pull the pull this pallet around. I filled it up and I'll and I'll load it up in my car. Um, you know, I didn't really do that. OK, so just forget that I asked. I was hoping that you'd maybe just run with it and be like, yeah, I mean, it's nice. It's this and that. And you have the bucket and it's easy to carry. I'll and say, the pallet, yeah, yeah, you yeah, get yeah, a lot. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I'll say this. I'll say this. I bought a pair of jeans at a Costco. I love their clothes. Love Best their pair clothes. of jeans I've ever owned. I still wear it. I'll wear yeah. it to work today. I think part of the reason why I kind of stroll through there every once in a while is to just see what else they have because they put out some really nice stuff for some very reasonable prices. Reasonable so price. I think that that's one of those hidden gems. People don't yeah. know that, you know, these warehouse stores are, are selling clothes, but they are, and they are crazy good deals. They're good. Good deals and good quality. I've got a question. Why a pair of jeans is called a pair? Just one, right? I think it's the two, the two legs on the jeans is why they say it's a pair. Because I guess if you just had one of those, like maybe there's going to be a new fashion trend in a couple of months where you just wear one of the jeans side, like one side of the jeans and the other side is just like your, your naked leg. Then it would just be called a jean. Where's the right? Is a jean also include covering? I'd say right around the crotch. Half crotch? Or it covers everything, covers leg? everything, but shows a, a large portion of the leg, I, I would say. I've never really understood that. Yeah, but I mean, you asked the question, I was just trying to answer it. Listen, before we get out of here, we have to talk about one of the most important things about these the, the warehouse club store uh, experience. And I will say, you know, walking in with the with your card showing it and they say, come on in, you know, that kind of thing, you know, yeah. showing it, showing your identification and having the ability to walk in seems for some reason really cool to do, even though like you pay for that card. It's not like they gave it to you for free. And then on the way out, after you've Flash bought like all of your stuff, yeah, after you've bought all your stuff, they make you keep your receipt. You walk to the door. There's someone there with a highlighter or now it used to be a highlighter. Now it's a scanner. They scan like four or five things. I don't really know the rhyme and reason why, like they scan how many things yeah. each time, but You're they just make scan? sure that I have been scanned. Yes. Yeah. And they were like, hold on, sir. It's like you, it's you like weren't a gang shootout. Yeah. They were like, you weren't, you weren't in our system. And I'm like, I'm a person. I am buying these things from you. And so it gets a little, it gets a little difficult, especially if there's a large group of people trying to leave at the same time, but they're just making sure that you didn't steal anything and maybe you didn't forget anything. Maybe that's part of it too, right? Maybe they're like, oh, you actually, you paid for this and then you didn't, you know, come out with it. You need to go back and get it. I don't know how that would work out, but, and then one, one, another, a real quick thing. They have this thing now where you just go around the store on an app in your phone and you scan stuff with your phone and then you just walk out. It's kind of like those no. Amazon stores. Yeah. No way. They have this thing where this aisle, like all of the things are like self-checkout or whatever. And then they've got a couple of cashiers down at the end. But then there's this one thing where it's like some sort of camera system or infrared lasers. I don't know what the hell it is. You just walk through with your cart 
and then it like gives you the receipt on your phone and that's what you show to them whenever you're leaving. I mean, it's, it's crazy. I've never done it because I'm scared to do it. Like I said, I live a pretty paranoid life, but it is an interesting idea. All that being said, not what I wanted to end with the most exciting part of the, the Sam's club, Costco, BJ's wholesale experience is the food court, the food area. Now, we talked about dumb. all the great things that these places offer. And then you get through that entire experience. You spend probably 500 something dollars on a bunch of stuff that you might or might not need, right? 500. It's easy to get to 500, trust me. But then you get through. And then at the end, there is this glorious establishment wow. selling, for the most part, pizza, corn dogs, hot dogs, churros, pretzels. Sodi pop. They've got slushies. They've got. A soda machine, right? And you would say, oh, wow, well, I don't know why they would have this, but they're probably going to gouge you for some of this stuff. It's the exact opposite. It's phenomenal. You don't have to, yeah. It's, I'm, I'm whispering as if I'm trying to keep it a secret. Yeah. It is unbelievable. You can you can walk up there and you say, hey, I want I want the hot dog combo, which you get a, a big old honking hot dog honking. and a large drink, a large drink. Is right? that hot dog? How many inches of meat is that hot dog? Uh, you're gobbling like twelve inches. No, it's it's it's, it's it. That's no, no, no. That that's it's probably closer to to seven. But I can understand why you would think that you're maybe seven inches or twelve inches. But anyways, I want to go ahead and say that the hot dog combo. You get the hot dog. You get a large drink, and you think maybe you're paying five, six dollars for that. No, at Sam's Club. They actually just lowered the price of the hot dog combo, which is kind of scary. I almost wish that they didn't. You can get that for a dollar thirty-eight. A dollar thirty-eight. It used to be a dollar fifty-eight, and all this inflation, right? The country's going crazy. Prices are skyrocketing. You're you're not getting as much in the boxes that you buy. All that stuff. Shrinkflation. I don't know what the hell. Sam's Club says we see that, and we lower our hot dog combo price. That's when you know that this is such a trustworthy business Whoa. that every part of the United States government should run through Sam's Clubs, Costco's, and BJ's Wholesales. What do you think the profit margins are for something like that, considering that the price just got lowered? Right, and it's, and it's concerning, right? Because at some point, if it keeps getting lower, you'll say, I'll take the hot dog combo, and they'll say, okay, here's $2. They're like, sweet, I'll take it, right? I think that they're making so much money on the stuff that they're selling in the store that that's just like another thing that they do for their members. Or maybe a, maybe the maybe the, thing. maybe the membership cards are kind of covering the prices for the food because you can get a slice of pizza for less than $2. You yeah. can get a pizza pretzel, a cinnamon pretzel, a regular pretzel for like a dollar, a dollar twelve. I mean, if you go there and look at the prices, maybe, you know what, uh, talk for a second. Let me see if I can oh. find the, the prices. Man, I'll tell you, there's a, uh, one thing I do know is that that's an actual business strategy. One thing that a business does sometimes is they will um, sell something on the real cheap, real low to get people, they'll take an active loss on an item or a service in order to get people in the business. In which right. case they will then pay for things that keeps the business afloat. I forget the name of that, but that is a real business. It concept. is a real business I, thing. 
and, and another uh, another real business thing another yeah. talking straight business thing is yeah. whenever you walk up to the menu at sam's club these are the prices you're going to see okay it's okay. phenomenal and there's no drop in in quality of these things they're all yeah. very good a slice of pizza at sam's club mwah. and i know that there are some variations of different you know specialties at the costco's and the bj's wholesales but all i really know about is sam's club here's the menu for sam's club 89 cents will get you a drink, a very large drink at that, or a slushy. I mean, compare that to wherever you, else you get a slushy, you're paying $6, right? You can get a dollar frozen yogurt sundae, a dollar churro, a dollar pretzel, a dollar 38 hot dog combo, a dollar 50 ice cream sundae, a dollar uh, 98 pizza pretzel, a pizza combo for $3, a whole pizza, a whole ass large pizza. No dollars. That's not true. I can't believe it. I can't. I just like you said. There's some sort of way that they're able to do that, and it, and it makes it make sense. But God bless Sam's Club, right? And I and I always love to do the joke. I say, hey, uh, talk talking to my girlfriend or talking to anybody that I want to take out to dinner. I say, I'm going to take you to an exclusive club for dinner tonight, and I'm going to pay. And they and everybody goes, oh, okay. I'd love to do that. <laughs> An exclusive club, and you're paying for it. Let's go. No we roll way. up. We that roll up to that same club, and That's I say, evil. "Get whatever you want today. Get a pretzel. Get a slushy. Get a drink. Get a churro. Put them all together. Smash all of those things together and <laughs> eat it as a big food ball. Do whatever you want. They're not going to stop you. They might even condone it and encourage it if you were to mash together a big food ball in the Sam's Club food court That's area type thing. Unhinged." That is it is unhinged. And I'm getting too pumped up about this to the point where I feel like the episode should end just just for the safety of others. Right. <laughs> so I apologize if I kind of talked a little bit too much and I was enthusiastic about the topic. But I do think that we have kind of covered this topic to about as far as it's going to go. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't know if, you know, frankly, I don't know if I'd ever go to the Sam's Club at a Costco but just for the food, you know, but uh, exclusive club dinner. Yeah, I would never do that to somebody. That's like hurtful mentally. Yeah, the first couple times it's funny. I would imagine, you know, the 15th, 16th time it gets a little old. I will agree <laughs> with you for that. But that's going to do it for this episode of AYN2K. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm Isaac Bear. And this has been All You Need to Know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at allyouneed2no00 at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.